Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Black Mirror Cracked, the podcast for all your Black Mirror needs. My name's Achandrika and I'll be your host. But then it's, I've always been a fan of those sorts of story i suppose like the wicker man you know where <laughs> yeah. where or um i mean white bear we did an episode called yeah. white bear which we kept calling the wicker van because it's a bit where she puts <laughs> in a van near the end today we'll be talking about the episode white bear it's from season two and it's all about crime and punishment Joining me are two of my colleagues. Joanne Mowney, I'm Deputy Audience Growth Editor and Netflix not chill extraordinaire. You're not chill about Netflix? Yeah, that's that's what I was going for. That's what we want. And in front of me I have... Kyle O'Sullivan, um, TV reporter, um, sort of soap expert, Love Island expert, um, Jeremy Kyle expert, just all the big shows. And are you a Black Mirror expert? I would like to think so. I mean, we're going to find out. It's a man of many notes. You have notes yourself. Notes are a good thing. So when um, when I spoke to you guys about doing an episode, we talked about two of them in particular. So this one, White Bear, and also Shut Up and Dance. Um, how did the big reveal in White Bear make you feel, Kyle? Um, I mean, it, it's shocking because you're you're rooting for her the whole way through, uh, Victoria. Um, and suddenly this reveal that she's she's a criminal and what she's done is a pretty horrific crime to a young child. So it makes you question everything you've seen before. And it's one of those that you almost want to go back and watch again straight away to see the what bits you missed and what things actually, the other meaning of things that happened. It's a little bit like um, the amount of information you have. So as a journalist, I always think this, like what we say to people and what we present as fact is what let people take it to be so like tv is probably worse in this case and that's my that is actually how i watched i'm super suspicious so all the time when i was watching white bear you're thinking there's something going on something going on the reveal comes and then you're thinking back to the whole episode going really what this is about is how we represent the facts people they just absorb it and they the, the way we think she's innocent or she like we like her is because we don't actually know about this unforgivable crime but when you look back at it you're going oh wait a second now i see it what she's done in a whole new light and it's an eye for an eye isn't it the whole the whole episode is about this kind of pitchfork mentality when you see something in the news and we demonize murderers and yeah and it sort of does the punishment match the crime because the whole way you even once you've got the reveal you're thinking actually what she doesn't remember it um she's going through this like ordeal every single day and you're going is that actually an appropriate punishment um, it, li- it links to quite a few others. It links to um, Black Museum from the latest series um, where you're getting that repeat sort of torture and going, are you actually torturing the right person? Because she can't remember it. It's like it's like when you're torturing your computerised self and 
yeah, it's a real it's a real moral dilemma because you sort of you want to side with justice, but then you're thinking, is it it's gone too far the other way? But then is it justice? Because the whole point is she doesn't remember it. So if you're just repeating something, she's actually not going you're going you're having a bit of confusion and those kind of emotions throughout it. But apart from that reveal, you're not having that moment of going, Well, I really feel like I've been punished now. Whereas everybody else around her that's watching, that's got that kind of you know, kill the beast, beauty and the beast reference there. Mentality. You've got to have a Disney reference. Um, More than Mary. <laughs> of course. If you don't have that mentality, is there any kind of feeling of justice? Because I think the feeling of justice is very different to the display of justice in the episode. It's how I feel about um, White Bear, Shut Up and Dance. Half of them is like, what is justice in this? Because they, her living it is for other people's gratification. Yeah, and not only that, it's like who's actually profit profiting from this crime um you you look at it you it's not actually clear but you think would is this actually like a, a state run um the sort of the white bear justice park is it state run i mean you think would they waste that much money on one person um but then you're thinking actually if it's a money spinner i mean they charge him i mean i don't i can't remember the prices but they were extortionate just for the car park let alone <laughs> you're just thinking think of like hospital parking i was parking. thinking if i was actually well, going you're thinking there. of disney actually it's like yes. the horrifying opposite of a disney park yeah isn't it yeah, and for a very different reason and, yeah. and there is, it's like, yeah, I mean, like the bit at the end where it's like, buy your sponges and throw them at the, yeah. at the, Pope, the weird Pope mobile. Yes, um, yeah. That goes down, and then, yeah. It's like funfair mentality as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. But, and there is that bit of, I, what I found really odd about it is there's the, and you've got the rules as well. And the one of the, the rules are, so no, no talking, keep your distance and enjoy yourself. And I find it really odd that enjoy yourself is a rule because, as you say, if you were at a theme park, you wouldn't be everyone going around and going enjoy yourself. Yeah. So the, it feels like the fact they need to say that means they know it's wrong. White Bear is pretty much all about perception. Or is it that you're saying enjoy yourself because when you look at it from the other side, you're, it's like trolling. Why would someone troll? You're only trolling because you enjoy it you get some kind of kick out of it. And if you forget that that's why you're doing it, it just becomes nasty and there is no justice and there is no purpose in that. Not that trolling's good. Trolling's bad, people. Well, it's a weird day out because if you think it's like a family day out, they can't talk to each other and it does explain the creepiness of them, like standing there with the phones. But you can't talk, you can't comment on it. You can't be the peanut gallery going, she deserves it. So it is quite a weird experience for the onlooker to enjoy for the person who's bought the ticket. Oh, yeah. It's a voyeuristic thing. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Are they going home and like putting those videos on Facebook and going, "Oh, lol, look what I did today," and people are liking it. Sending it's, it to the papers. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just a really yeah bizarre thing. And then and I, and as well, they actually get quite considering what she's done and if they think she's this big bad criminal, they get quite close to her. That makes me think again, like she's obviously not that dangerous because you wouldn't be going anywhere near her. So it's a different kind of crime, though, isn't it? So like this, yeah, yeah. A, is, I think Black Mirror often pits like we were saying, "Shut up and dance" earlier. You pick like a child as the victim. And immediately it's like, this is unforgivable. It, you've gone too far. And it may, that's the kind of horrible, sick feeling you get when you get the twist in Black Mirror when it's to do with kids. Um, and it gives it a different meaning to it. But I think in this one, when you know what she's done, she's not going to go and do anything really to them. Her, her complicit nature in the crime with the partner and the, abducting the child is it's a specific crime against a child. So I think in terms of how dangerous she is, I never thought of her as dangerous even with the reveal. It's more you've what made someone do that that's like a horrific thing to do and it, it, you've hurt a child so therefore then everyone in that is like you absolutely deserve this 
retribution idea as opposed to like, reform, like reforming her because that's not the purpose of White Bear it's getting a no. kick out of seeing her suffer as opposed to reforming anyone well the real world examples which I think of are Rose West and mm. Myra Hindley mm. and it's really weird to think of Victoria Sclaim played by Lenora Critchlow from Humans among many other things great actress and it's really odd to think of her in the same thought as these quite old women who feel like they're from a different age but she is the accomplice and the relationship is often part of it. The women often say we were under a spell and you can kind of call that memory wiping a spell of some kind. And it's hard to know how far they were trying to please the person they were with. What do you what do you think anyone gets out of the memory wiping in a kind of rehabilitation way? Does, what does that achieve? I mean, not, yeah, as you say, not a lot really. I mean... And and as it you sort of I think when you see it, she's as it wipes in the second day she wakes up and I feel like she's a bit more groggy than the last time so you're like is this physically having some detriment on her and will it become a sort of black museum level where once it goes on too much and the pain gets too high she will sort of become this vegetable um, but she's sort of like it's like she she's like their their money spinner she's like their their produce almost it's, it's a, yeah, it's so it's a, the same as Black Museum. Yeah, yeah she's the exhibit. Yeah, yeah, the, the kind of centre focus of what people come for. I, I was just thinking that the Netflix show that's just about alter carbon. That's the whole idea. Like you re-sleeve, but you lose something of yourself each time because your brain can't cope with going to a new body. Um, the idea is to live longer, but at what cost? Because you're losing a bit of yourself. So, like you said, maybe the memory wiping and thing. There's going to be a shelf life to that. But then, how long does punishing someone go on for? That's like holding a grudge. That's the wider yeah, question. Yeah. How long do you hold this grudge for? Yeah. What do you think of all the actors in it, and and their kind of their, their relationship to her? Like some of them help her to begin with, and deal with this terrified person who's like born again every day, but then they all at the end are kind of they almost become hostile and retreat behind an invisible wall. Like, what would you do in that position? Yeah, I, I, it's really yeah. It's all just like yeah. Who who's like applying for that role? Oh, I want to I want to go and act. It's like these out of work actors that obviously do that. And they yeah they they're sort of yeah risking themselves. I just say she's not that dangerous, but you, you, I suppose there's an element of risk. She really forms a tight bond there. Yes. And and when she comes back to save her in the bit in the forest. Jen. Yeah, played by Tuppence Middleton. Remember yeah. that actress? Um, yeah, she comes back to save her in the forest, and it's like this woman saved my life multiple times. She yes. sees the guy die, or sort of hears him die, and so there's a lot of emotions running there. And it's yeah, and then you, you see the the bit at the end, and you just see them all having a cup of tea. You know? Do you think Black Mirror looks at crimes against children for a particular reason? Is there a tabloid mentality where tabloid readers tend to get angry about these things? There tend to be campaigns, um, Sarah's Law being a particular one about a decade, over a decade ago. Yeah, I do think as Joanne said, it's the minute children are involved, you're instantly against that. And it's, I mean, it's weird this, because the, the actual details of what she did or didn't do are a bit shady. And you, you, you get the impression it was, yeah, mostly the boy, the boyfriend, the partner. Um, he's obviously, well, he's killed himself. So he's, he's avoided the punishment. And if anything, it's like, yeah, she's got a punishment worse than death. And she's taken the full brunt of the crime whereas she only played a certain part of it. Obviously, still bad, but wasn't. she shouldn't be getting the full brunt. See, you're doing what we were saying earlier, though, because this is what I mean. When you're watching it, you make assumptions based on it. So we don't. you don't actually know, like you said, because it's vague. She might have been fully complicit. It's like we make assumptions about someone's role, whether that's because of gender or 
like you said, someone takes their life, you go, okay, that's a coward's way out. They've kind of already, they've avoided punishment. Whereas she stuck around, so then she gets, what, a point or something. It's like a weird tally we do in our heads. It's like a tabloid tally. Like, it's a game you play when you go, okay, what has this crime got? Like, did they do this to them? Did they do that? It's also like um, when, whenever, like, when I used to do court reporting, you, you go along and you do play that kind of, it's not a game. What but, makes it a good story yeah, or not? Yeah, it, it's the same thing you're doing. We all do it when we see a crime. So you see it on the news and I go, oh, that's bad, but at least that didn't happen. And then as soon as that gets added into it, it's 10 times worse. I was thinking um, part of it is this, um, the tabloid part is more, some of the shows you mentioned earlier when you were saying about your expertise. You said like Love Island or um, even Seventy Big Brother, they've kind of become this thing now where we want them to suffer. And the mentality of that now is like, this is boring because no one's suffering. And so if you apply that to news or murders or court case or anything like that, or in this case, what she did, unless it has these elements, you're not going to get that enjoyment. Like you said, enjoy yourself. You're not going to get that enjoyment out of that crime anymore. Why would I have that as a front page? Why would I have that as a story? It doesn't tick my boxes. The kind of moralistic part of it, we've desensitized ourselves to it. It's like, unless this is like a weird kind of drama, boo, hiss, I'm not getting my well, yes, crime my is entertainment, show. isn't yeah. it? That's what the White Bear Justice Park but is. the humiliation of it. Yeah. Because she's mm. being humiliated. And mm. I'm only going to enjoy this, like trolling works on that basis. Yeah. I'm only going to enjoy this if you're completely humiliated, basically. And then what's the, what's the fun if you aren't reacting? I'm not kicking you when you're down. And that's what Clayton's cookie becomes in at the end exactly, of Black Museum, yeah. doesn't it? Um, I think part of her crime that is spelled out is that she films the little girl's yeah. abuse. And so then it's really weird the participants are are putting themselves in her shoes and doing the same thing. That yeah, it's like really two, two wrongs. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really odd. But then, yeah, I suppose if 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 you, I mean, we're weird to see who gave her. Like, if the judge at the, gave her that sentence, like you're going to this park, or they just sort of, I don't know. You have like different strands of criminals. Like, oh, you're too bad, you can't, but you can go there, and you're like some sort of middle ground where you can go there. Um, but I mean as a deterrent it's i suppose it is quite a strong one um for crimes but yeah is it i don't i think it's too strong a, a punishment but yeah if it got kids there they're going well, you, you never want to be put yourself in that situation so when you're saying like is this a middle ground where is this point so um there was an interview with charlie book about it a while ago and he was saying when he first went to look at the location or they had the location for it and saying this is like a like army base kind of thing and then he saw the fence and was like no that doesn't fit with this mindset of it and it said he then had to rewrite it quickly in two days for the new location they got because he wanted that more like generic set of it but when I was looking back I was like why would you change it because it didn't go into massive detail it was like a part of an interview and the fence and that part but that makes it more like a military operation like you are dispelling justice because i think like if you think about like um death row that's what you see there's all these like weird fences it's all properly regimented it's a system they have it's you remove all this emotion whereas for me in white bear it's actually even though they can't talk and they don't do that you feel like there is that emotion to it i was why would you go there why would you do that you are feeling something so i thought it's quite interesting that he was like no that's the wrong setting and then he also added the the twist in the end as a result of changing the setting too. So actually the way it ends is purely for the the effect of that setting on the story. Maybe it's a disorientation mm, thing. If exactly. she can't have the fence to guide herself by. It's no she, end. 
like yeah. no, no limit to to what you're doing in that setting yeah and you can run in any direction well that's the thing yeah so yeah, it exactly. make it different every day so you might be like oh i'll come back for like a video a game time. yeah yeah i like yeah i'll come back and see um what yeah it might be slightly different i mean yeah it's I suppose it's sort of it always it's always got to end in that same destination at that same point. But how you get there um, in the journey, yeah. you can have a different way of doing it. That's great. But yeah, I just, I just thought it's quite interesting in terms of like, like you said, it's kind of limitless punishment. You're mind wiping someone; they don't know where they are, um, and the fact that there wouldn't be in the twist if it hadn't changed anyway. Because for me, with Black Mirror, the twist or the kind of reveal is the big moment, and if I would want to know what his original end was. Yeah. Like, how would this end if it didn't have that? I don't. Would we just never know what her life was like? Yeah. This, and we'd leave it with sympathy for her. That would be really odd. Mm. Um, Charlie, if you're listening, <laughs> give us a shout, tweet us, and let us know. Uh... Well, I swear it'd be a bit like a metalhead sort of. Yes. Sort of yeah, running. True. I mean, because that one, you could have put a twist in that one, like, oh, these dogs are actually coming to kill her because she's done something. Like, mm. you're just sort yeah. of running. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need a reason, though. You always need a reason. I find that with that, not just Black Mirror, but like any of these scenarios, like the Mortimer's things, like you need, you do need the information. Like I think people just want it, or maybe it's just me having a burning need to have answers you, all the time. What do you think it's behind that? Is it that we try to understand how another human being can do this when we've never felt the urge to to murder? Like actually, really, I mean, we've had bad days at work. <laughs> never killed anyone. Never killed. Well, it, it makes it less scary because if if you're like they did that for that reason, yeah, you you can sort of gauge it. Whereas if it's like some random person just one day decided I'm going to kill a child, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, like that could be anyone. So it makes it, senseless you, crimes yeah. are kind of the worst in that sense. It's like another level, like we're saying about kids' crimes. If it's senseless, you're just like, I have no rhyme or reason to this. Yeah, uh, I don't know why this would happen. Why would this happen? Isn't this what news writing often is about? Maybe not the initial story, but the further you go into a story like Maddie McCann, it's been going for a long time. Anything about John Venables, who's both fascinating and horrifying, you try to find what's made them. And I, I don't personally believe in evil. I don't think anyone is purely just evil, but I think there's psychology behind it. It can be a disorder, possibly. But they might just be a person who's born a certain way or has been I think I think particularly with Victoria Skelane, that relationship, the case, they stay there and they they are judged very differently. I think it's like this has gone down a different semi fascination <laughs> of um, death row obsession I have whenever I watch. I think Black Mirror has it. Well, Look at what Clayton's wearing. Exactly. In, you know, but, but, but I watch like I'll, I'll carry on watching like any program on death row or the um, Louis Through kind of thing when he did the mental oh, health series. Great. Yeah. With that, it's kind of, actually both of those strands to it are kind of the same thing that maybe appeals to me, like with Black Mirror to me. Because purely, when you're looking at it, you sometimes you get reasons, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have answers. But the death row fascination comes from like, like that's karmic, eye for an eye, biblical retribution, which is what White Bear is. It's like there is no mm. question here. You've committed a crime. There's this kind of karmic need to re-level things. Like, it's like it's from an older time. Exactly. Yeah. But then that part, that kind of attitude to crime, I was like, is it from an old time? Because sometimes people are like, oh, look, we've changed so much. We've come so far. You go back to Victorian times and you have the kind of hangings and that kind of thing and this kind of um, mob mentality where they would turn up and you you buy tickets or you watch it. Um, then you have um, like the Limehouse kind of theatre where they would copy the hangings and things because they're like yeah it's it's co- it's comedy it's entertainment they make fun of it 
and you go we're so much better than that now and then you look at the kind of stuff that we get a kick out of and what shows we look at we have this fascination it just changed you just troll in a different way you you go on twitter and you that like someone takes a different identity and they pick on someone all you've done is change the vehicle you are using so when we're saying about the, like the biblical retribution of it all you just change what you're using as a tool like they're using the um phones in that like they're filming it in white bear that in in itself is a different tool they use twitter and hated in the nation actually, exactly don't see they? i was gonna say <laughs> there's other examples where now we have social media it's just another vehicle for that it has a positive obviously but I mean, if humanity in whatever vein will find a, a way to use a, something that's positive as a negative. And I think in this, if you could wipe someone's mind, say you use that as a, a reforming way, they could they could essentially wipe her mind and go, right, you've got a clean slate now because you, you haven't committed that crime. It's a way of reforming but her. Suppose, but they don't choose to do that. Well, yeah, but then I suppose, again, it's as you were saying, it's the like the nature versus nurture. Is she inherently got that inside her that she's going to do that? But her, her natural reaction when she is is this disorientation and stuff she's not we wouldn't feel sympathy with her as a character if we thought that about her i think it's kind of like you say it might not be that there's an inherently evil person disorders barring but there might be evil acts that we all know like that act in no matter what way you do it like the children um being added into it that's evil that actual act is evil and our ability to create evil act is maybe more of a confusing muddly mix Mm, it's impossible to understand Mm. completely does she kind of get ian rannock's punishment as well being the last one standing at that couple yeah no definitely because it's yeah say there's there's this sort of you you get a sense there's yeah this nationally big national outcry um and it pops up in quite a few other episodes as well um so, um, I mean, in Black Museum, you've got her up on, as one of the exhibits. Um, in Shut Up and Dance, there's a little sort of thing on the computer that says her trial's coming up. Yes. Um, so um, it's obviously a big talking point. And it's, yeah, I do feel she gets the, the full brunt of the reaction that's coming out from the public. It's because people also feel this need to have some kind of target or outlet for that anger. There needs to be an end to the crime. What is the end, mm. and what is that punishment? Well, I say it's a it's a weird one. Like, yeah, what? Who does the judge make the decision? Does like do do they say? So like, would any jury, knowing that that was going to be a punishment, agree to that? It's it's there's a lot of sort of dilemmas and people sort of making decisions. Um, yeah, and I say there's certain there's a very it's a niche group of people that would be applicable for that punishment. Um, but I don't know. It's quite a modern day. Apart from the mind wiping something, it's very modern day. It's something that could quite easily happen. It happens um, now. Like yeah. you have any story, like you, um, not saying they are aren't guilty, but I'm saying like you said, Maddie McCann. Like there's people that would were like a mob mentality about her parents, and they mm. still are. And Joanna Yates is a yeah, huge there's example. There's so many. The poor girl in Bristol who was killed in her own, in her own flat, and um, a teacher from a local school who looked the type. This was the colour hair one. Yeah, I remember the picture, and everybody's like, "He looks like a wrong one." Yeah, and so he was kind of piled upon by the media, and actually it was her neighbour who. Oh, awful story. So um, that was a true lesson in like judging a book by its cover. Do you think as well, I mean, some of the biggest podcasts out there are, are serial and about crimes. And some some of our big long reads are about crimes. What is it about 
criminal stories. Jack the Ripper. There's a fascination. People want to get close, but not too close to that kind of story and that kind of person who's able to do it. I think you just want to understand. It's like um, you were saying earlier, Carl. Like we don't like. I don't think anyone likes the unknown. There's. Is there anyone? You might say to someone, they're like, yeah, I like being scared. I don't. There's like some kind of level to that. But you say to someone, do you just not want to know this because I'm going to withhold the information from you? And they'd go, why on earth would you do that? I want to know this answer. Um, like you say in Long Reads, any horror movie, there's like Wicker Man kind of vibes to uh, White Bear too, and I quite like horror stuff. Mostly because... Charlie Brooker's a Wicker Man fan exactly. as well. He was going to call one... Oh, this is in the interview. He joked that one of the episodes should have been called The Wicker Van. I think it is this one. <laughs> no, I think it's it? this one, yeah. Because it, it is pretty much like the same vibes. And um, I think whenever you watch a horror movie, you watch a scenario like that, um, you're you're like, is that real? So one of the most searched things for like, any horror movie is always like, is this real? Annabelle, Blair Witch Slender Project. Man. <laughs> Slender Man. which is the one I just did, yeah. Um, and I think from my own point of view, whenever I'm thinking what features I want to do, it's because I've watched something and I've gone, is it real? And start researching to it. Or Exorcist. is there a story, there's a village that had something like this. Mm. The the people onlookers are very children of the corn to me. The silence is deafening. It's really scary. I think to, to keep someone trapped in this silence when no one's saying anything real to her is very... Exactly, and you're right. There's like there's things in there that are needlessly cruel. I mean, like you've got the um the white that white symbol that keeps appearing that was her boyfriend's tattoo that sort of triggers flashbacks. You see, um, and you can sort of see it's, it's in there for like a, a a plot line, so you sort of see what happened. But also, it's yeah, it's triggering her memory, and it's just what yeah, why why what what person thought I will put that in? That'll be a bit of fun, like because no one actually watching there is going to see that, um. And yeah, say the bit with the, the sponges at the end and just getting dragged through the street. There's just bits. It's like, did they sit down and go? Oh, it'd be interesting to see what they did. And like, oh, well, right, that'll be funny, and oh, that that'll give everyone a laugh. Um, and how and well, yeah, how far they go with that? You'd think if it's like a theme park, this they build on this, and would they have extra people in there? Would they? They'd have to ramp it up because it, people would come and it would get boring. It's like Jurassic Park. It'd be like, oh, we've seen dinosaurs. I think we, more like, we need um, to get more. You know, um, Thought Park is doing uh, the Year of the Walking Dead, and it's yeah. exactly the thing. They they ramp it up, and now there's actually zombies in the ride. They're opening the new ride, so you add all these elements because you're right. Like at some point, everybody goes, "Yeah, I've kind of seen this bit now," and it doesn't yeah. satisfy you anymore. Yeah. Which is actually the problem with the whole demonization of people because at some point you're going to reach a max level where everybody goes, "Yeah, like they've done what like like terror attacks." You reach a point where you go. Not not through like a, a bad thought of everyone's own, but you start hearing about them and you go, oh wow, it's the same thing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, the gun crime of, in the US. Yeah, yeah. traffic going yeah. down, yeah. And unless it directly affects people, there's initial rush of search and social, but then it... You start catering. Yeah. yeah. Because you just, you get so used to it that it's, it's desensitisation where you're like, wait a second, we shouldn't, you need to have that kind of check to go, wait a sec. Actually, in, in one sense, because of the reveal at the end of White Bear and things like Shepherd Dance and things like that, um, you that's your check. Like having a reveal going, yeah, you, you've rolled through this thinking this was the way it was, but let me just chuck this in here because that's going to take you back and you go, wait, I've just totally absorbed all that and felt sympathy for someone or the you know the adverse going, they must have done something. And then you realise, wait a second, I'm wrong. Or... Uh, 
I didn't have all the facts or I've been so ready to demonise that person or react that way. And it should be a check for people. Black Mirror should, is essentially a check that you watch it and you feel like properly rough at the end going, mm-hmm. I feel horrible for you and kind. But then you walk away going, oh, that's quite good because it makes me take a step back and go, oh, wow, there are genuinely horrific things. I shouldn't be so cavalier about a murder or, you know, someone having the ability to abduct and do those kind of things to children. Like, that never will be okay. It shows the power of strong storytelling that we care about the protagonist usually in any well-told story. In this case, Victoria Scalane, Shut Up a Darts, we're going to get onto it, and there's a very similar theme in that way, that you've empathised with someone on a human level and then the reveal of who they are and what they've done. Does that make your feelings any less worthwhile though isn't it still worth trying to empathize where you can as a good human being who is not committing crimes right the second in sound booth once you're out the door (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a good thing that we are able to feel that's that's why it's cathartic i suppose you can't help yourself because you immediately have to form an opinion of someone is that when they say first impressions right it's just that the cards are put against you in the first impressions in black mirror i think the only possible exclusion might be someone who is been the victim of a crime similar to what Victoria has been part of very recently and this is why we don't put the recently bereaved in charge of trials and so on and yeah. and the retribution of the person who's committed it but it does this kind of magical slate of handling on us and I came I found White Bear very hard to watch a lot of the time and I'm glad that in Black Museum society has started to see that as a crime clearly to put it in there but it's a hard watch and I think I just think Lenora Critchley does an amazing job. She's almost always out of breath, looking wild-eyed and terrified. That lead actor is, as you say, he's he's he seems very spiteful and really wants. But not only is he the lead actor, he's sort of the one running the park. Mm. He's introduced people at the start. He's the one putting the headset on her at the end. Feels quite personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's there. Do you think some doing people the... revel too much? Well, though? exactly. And he's sort of yeah. He's sort of. We you sort of he sort of he leaves a security guard up there who doesn't look as sort of he's got to listen to her shouting today and he's sort of like whistling away ticking off the calendar um, and that's interesting as well the calendar it's like how long has this been going on for I mean I think it it was sort of two thirds of the way through the month maybe but it's like yeah had this could have been going for years or months or and it's like yeah how long do you put this on for has the judge gone oh she could be there for x amount of time it's a bottomless pit when you come to like yeah. the whole concept of an eye for an eye because there should be some kind of end satisfaction where you're like okay my well of need for some kind of proper justice for it is gone but whoever truly goes wait i'm now satisfied by that like even again with the people def- just lose interest well exactly the either go. they just move away from it but yeah. even with the, the um death row thing uh people constantly go like oh i feel better after this has happened but then they go back and interview them and they go, well, actually, I don't. Like, he's he or she is dead now, whoever's killed my relative or whatever. Well, uh, actually, I thought it would feel better is a common phrase. And it's because, like, you seem to think that there's an end, that that's suddenly going to solve everything by giving that punishment. But I don't know. Like, what does it actually achieve? Does anything ever really make up for the things that are lost? Yeah, exactly. but it'd be interesting to know if they were if they sort of go to the the parents of this murdered girl and go we're we're putting um, Victoria in this in this park. Do is this? Do you want this? I mean, she's got the photo of the little girl, and I feel that I that's feel like really that's her weird. daughter. See, I had this feeling I, it was her daughter. No, is that? See, no. this is the thing about yeah. not having the information though, yeah. because that means that by putting that on her, 
isn't that making her more sympathetic? She's like, yeah. wait, there's a kid, there's a kid involved. Yeah. And then like you're saying, if it's not, and then suddenly it's flipped and you're like, wait, why are you holding that picture, you super creepy person? That's the kind of weird things where like, you know, Hannibal Lecter puts stuff on his wall and stuff. You go down completely a different route. Yeah. I I got the strong sense that it was her daughter, I could be wrong. I thought that was the girl she's killed. Oh, I think both. I think yeah. oh. she I think she was complicit in yeah, her yeah, yeah, daughter's yeah. murder. But and then it's like, yeah, do it's like would you as the family want her to be having that photo? I don't, it's a bit like having her close to her. Yeah, it's a bit it's odd. Depending yeah. on the facts. Yeah. But see, then we've cycled back around to the beginning of when we were saying, like, this is uh, more tabloid than maybe broadsheet, but in terms of media and this mentality of us and how we take on news, you both have different views on it because of the information or the facts that yeah. you think you then have. I've, I've read one thing into this. Yeah. And then I, your emotional reaction is basically yeah. So do you think stories of when that happens, when a woman has harmed a child, are treated differently? And when it's her own child, there are very conflicting emotions for anyone reading that story. That There's actually a very strong sense of sympathy that something has gone very wrong with her to turn her own child. And I really got the sense this she'd let her boyfriend into her life, the boyfriend had abused the child, and she'd let that happen. And actually that would get a worse reaction. So thanks to Kyle and Joanne for talking to me about White Bear. As you can hear from the conversation, they're ready to get talking about Shut Up and Dance. Make sure you look out for that episode in the future. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at Black Mirror, or you can get me directly on at Sachandra And both these handles should be written on the podcast platform you're listening to this from. If you enjoyed this episode, please do rate, review, subscribe, click all the stars, and tell a friend. Um, That way other Black Mirror fans can find this podcast too. Goodbye.